and now we're started. Yeah. As opposed to that other time I said we were starting that we deleted. Well, Ooh. they didn't know that. A little behind now the scenes. Now they do. Yeah, why would you do that? A little behind the scenes. Uh, this is such peak. a polished product. <laughs> You're ruining it. Now, of course, it's been so long since we've done a show that we need to really take care of the intros up top. Okay. I, of course, am your host, Mike Linden. Uh, with me, as always, uh, co-host. Uh, Steven Montenegro. Oh. Yeah, I'm always here. <laughs> I'm okay. omnipresent. With me is Semi Always, co-host Dan. Hello. You're uh, not omnipresent. No, I'm semi-present. <laughs> yeah. Man, how shitty of a messiah would Jesus have been if he was only semi-present? Oof. Oh, not a great sell. You mean like if he actually took off when you were out on the beach and having a rough time of it? Yeah, like... And then there was only one set of footprints because you just had to walk your ass back to the hospital. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess it turns out that he could have done exactly as Jesus could have done exactly as much for that person on the beach by just never being there at all. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a different story if like every once in a while there was a verse <laughs> in the Bible that was like and he did st- uh take off for a few months to just, you know, <laughs> Hang. Find himself. <laughs> I mean, you could argue that the time in the desert was sort of that. I guess. Yeah. Although, you know, spending all that time being tempted. I guess that's sort of what finding yourself is about. Yeah. Right. Except and you're supposed to actually do it. He should have tried selling his uh, soul to the devil to rule the entire world or something. Right. You're supposed to, like, all, try all this stuff and then be like, oh, I really don't like this. So there's, like, one dude uh-huh. that doesn't need to sell his soul to the devil to rule the entire world. <laughs> that dude actually is Jesus. Right. <laughs> like, he just beat the devil up. And then he owned the world. Yeah. Right. You know, not have, a, have you listeners heard the good news? Oh boy! <laughs> not a, not enough is made out of the fact that like there's probably two sides to that story. <laughs> which which part? The whole like beating up the devil and like owning the world thing. Uh huh. Like, like it it felt to me like I I'm not entirely remembering what all his grievances were. The devil. Yeah. Uh huh. But it felt to me. When I remembered what they were, like maybe maybe there was a way to see this from his perspective. You feel like the devil was a victim of some uh, like, heavy-handed yeah, tactics. His- history is written by the winners too, uh. so like we're never going to really know the truth. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the devil was like, okay, so we pay close to a living wage. <laughs> let's not pay the angels anymore, but let's give them more time off. You know. Like, more paid time off. Uh-huh. Like, I can see being like, okay, come on, the devil. Like, angels deserve a living wage. But maybe you're not history's greatest villain for having that other opinion. <laughs> and by history, I mean the world's first comic book. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Comic book? Or, like, you know, like, there were probably pictures back in the day. <laughs> You've seen them scrolls that that shit was on? Sure. They yeah. all had pictures. At least the first letter of every page was, like, a big old picture. What? All right. Well, what are those things called? That all certainly checks out. Illuminations. That all checks out. Uh, yeah, I guess I never really considered that, like, you, that uh, whole desert story is basically, like, the devil trying to, like, poach God's, like, number one employee. Uh-huh. Right? Well, but also he was God? Yeah. 
See, this is why he had to go away to find himself. Right. That's a confusing thing to deal with. And the Lord did ask himself, what am I? Yeah. Am I my own dad? Yeah. Am I a ghost? <laughs> yeah. Am I all of those things? Right. And then the devil had to come in and confuse things even more and be like, hey, man, your dad sucks, but also you are your dad. So, hey, <laughs> here, do do all this stuff for me, and I'll just take care of all that stuff for you. You don't have to be your dad anymore. I guess is maybe that was yeah. the pitch. Maybe that was the pitch. You don't have to be your dad anymore. Right. That's- Follow your own bliss. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a way of looking at this whereby the devil is not, again, history's greatest villain, but just a dude that's like, you seem like you might be kind of, in a sense, an orphan. Like, really stressed out. Like, you might be an orphan. Do you not want to be an orphan anymore? Uh. And Jesus was like, fuck you. That would be, I would, that'd be, that is an interesting way to interpret it. It's just like, hey, man, you don't have to be your dad anymore. I'll be your dad. <laughs> That seems like a nice thing. But also, what a weird way to start that conversation. Yeah, it's a weird thing when some random dude you meet in the middle of the desert says, hey, I'll be your dad now. (laughs) Look, circumstances dictate, like, circumstances dictate how appealing an option looks. Uh If you're just lost in the desert... And then a dude shows up and is like, hey, I'm your dad now. I guess, like, not all those who wander are lost. Okay, so if you're just wandering through the <laughs> desert, and then a dude shows up and is like, hey, I'm your dad now, I would say, like, dad, can I have a snack? It's at least worth considering yeah. uh, in sure. that situation. Like, like, do you have a baggie of Cheerios or grapes right. or something? Like, if you're just, like, walking through a park because you just got the bus, and someone's like, hey, I'm your dad now. <laughs> yeah, it would be a you... much less inspiring story if Jesus had sold out the world for a baggie of grapes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's hungry. Yeah. He could... Turn him into wine. Right. He's magic like that. He just probably needs his water for that. Oh, right. I mean, the desert is the greatest place to yeah. go for that. But That's how you make wine. You add water to grapes. <laughs> oh. Jesus was a talented vintner. Yeah. A nice. bad cast. Oh. A bad cast. Hey. A bad cast. Wow. A bad cast. Hey. A bad cast. Yep. A bad cast. Okay. A bad cast. A bad cast. Uh-huh. Fine. So, you guys, it turns out I might be a Satanist. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I didn't mean to be when I started that conversation, but it just made a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I will do what I wilt. <laughs> I yep. will be whoever's dad will have me. Who I will be the dad of whoever will have me. Oh, no, no, no. Only Satan can do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's saying that, like, he has a new daddy. Right. Satan. Yes. Okay, let's address Satanists for a minute as well. Okay. So, Satanists, listen up. There's got to be at least one that listens to this <laughs> sure. podcast. So you're angry at Christianity. So what you've just, like most Satanists come from a place of like, oh, I was raised with this Judeo-Christian ethic and I'm angry at it. All right. Um, uh, so your, so your, your way of combating that is like, I'll just choose to side with the villain. Fuck it. I mean... I guess. Like, can't you just, like... Like, if if you're already questioning the tenets of Christianity... Uh-huh. You don't think it's weird that a dude was his dad and also a ghost, and then he lives in the sky and just wants us to do stuff? <laughs> you don't You don't start questioning that as well? I'm just wondering, like... I'm just wondering, like... How do you draw that line in there? I'm not going outside the actual... I'm not. I'm not leaving the the world or the universe that Christianity has created. I just. I just don't want to believe in this. I'll believe in the other thing. 
My impression of the Church of Satan is that it's uh, more about taking the piss than believing in anything. Is it the... I mean, like, for a lot of people, yes. Like, I think that that's true. But, like, what was that dude that wrote that that Bible about Satanists? <laughs> uh, Anton LaVey. Uh, uh, like, he was into that. Like, he believed that shit, I think. I don't know. Hard to say. I mean, was it, why did he do it? He was just bored? I mean, that was that dude rich? Huh. I don't uh, know. I don't know. Sorry, we don't know much about Anton LaVey, <laughs> listeners. If None of us were told this was going to be the premise I of mean, the show I had, today. If I had to guess why anyone did anything without any real knowledge, boredom is probably right up there. Boredom, one yeah. of the reasons. Boredom and not being rich are usually both up there. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. but like, like he was way into it, and it seems like he spent a ton of time on it. Like... Was he also, like, delivering pizzas during that time? Well, like, J.R.R. Tolkien spent a ton of time on, like, crazy Hobbit stuff, but I don't think he believed in it. Oh, 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 no. I'm saying maybe Anton LaVey is just a nerd. I was addressing, (laughs) yeah, I was addressing the richitude in that. I'm actually going to say Anton LaVey, most likely a nerd. Definitely a nerd. (laughs) Oh, you know what? You know what else? You know why else he might have done it? Uh, For boning. Oh, sure. Sure. And in, from what I know about, like, you know, his type of Satanism is probably about boning. I mean, yeah. It's kind of like uh, his type of Satanism is kind of like uh, why Billy Joel wrote that uh, Only the Good Die Young song, which like boning. I was very caught off guard mm. when I actually listened to the lyrics once. And like, it's like a song that I uh, like I associate with, like, you know, uh, a mom liking or something. Yeah. And then it turns out, oh, he's trying to convince a good Catholic girl to have sex with him. Hey. <clears throat> the more I learn about Billy Joel, <laughs> the more I think <clears throat> he might be icky. Sure. Mm. That's the, I know that about Billy Joel. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I know that he <clears throat> himself believes that he didn't start a fire, but the jury's still out. He at least claims that he didn't start it. Right. Along with whoever his uh, hangers on, compatriots. Are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you guys know about Sea Land? Uh, uh. Like okay, when you say Sea Land, is that like the word sea and the word land smushed together? Yeah, it's like or like the word seal and the word and smushed together. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. The Principality of Sealand. This is a thing that I'm just learning. Oh, I I have vague memories of learning about this. It's like an old World War II era um, anti-aircraft platform in the British Sea uh-huh. that some family, a few families, claim are a sovereign nation. Hmm. So here's how it was founded. Some like pirate radio broadcasters were living on it in like the 60s. Okay. Um. This one dude just, this one dude, like, just took a boat out there and beat them up. Literally just beat them up and said, I am the pirate radio broadcaster here now. <laughs> because when you live outside of the broadcasting laws, uh-huh. you lose the protection of the broadcasting laws. <laughs> right. So he set up his, he set up his transmitter and was, like, going to broadcast his pirate radio station. And then just never did and decided to declare himself a sovereign instead. Uh-huh. So he created the Principality of Sealand. Um, a few years later, there was like some navigation buoy out there that the British Royal Navy went out to fix. Uh-huh. 
Um, he claimed it was in his territorial waters. Mm-hmm. He fired some shots at the Royal Navy mm-hmm. as warning shots. Um, and then a court said, this actually isn't in British territorial waters. You can't prosecute him for shooting at your Navy. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the British government chose not to wage war on this gentleman and treat him like an enemy combatant because uh-huh. he's just a crazy person that lives on an old tower in the ocean. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> And it kind of de facto half made him a sovereign nation for a while. Yeah. But later, later, not at all anymore? Yeah. Later, the UN like increased the amount uh, of like space around your country that counts as your territorial waters. Uh. And separately declared that unless there's like some sort of natural like geological formation, <laughs> uh-huh. it's not land and thus can't be a sovereign country. Oh. So like, you know, you couldn't go get on that floating garbage raft the size of texas declare yourself like the king of garbage ocean the garbage uh-huh. king the garbage king of ocean town mm-hmm. um because you know there's no like geological formation but so you have to have dirt or rock or something yeah yeah you gotta have something but it gets, that's why china's like you know like going all nuts yeah like <laughs> like taking parts of some islands and pushing them somewhere else so they're a right. different island um but so this gets weirder. <laughs> so in like the mid, like the late 70s or something like that, um, some dude from like Belgium or like, or like the Netherlands or whatever just declared, nah, I'm actually the king of sea land. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, they like argued about it, uh-huh. like in like letters that they sent, I guess, and stuff like that. And eventually like. The guy that just declared himself, I'm actually the king of Sealand, got so offended or upset by it that he literally hired mercenaries <laughs> and invaded Sealand. So the king of Sealand, mm-hmm. or like the, the sovereign or monarch or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. and his wife, I guess the queen of Sealand, right. weren't technically on, they weren't in Sealand at the time. But the prince of Sealand was. Uh, and this German dude or Dutch dude or whatever and his mercenaries took him took him prisoner uh-huh. <laughs> declared themselves the uh the uh the legal the legal monarchs of Sealand and then like wrote to this dude and is like you have to give us Sealand officially <laughs> like even though no government actually recognizes this so you have no claim to it right. uh-huh. and we'll release your son Gets weirder. Okay. Like a dozen mercenaries and this dude kidnapped this kid. Like, he you know, was probably like a young adult. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. you know, like in his 20s or some shit like that. Yeah. They didn't know that he had a cache of weapons <laughs> on Sealand and he retook Sealand, drove off the mercenaries, and then took the dude that claimed that he owned Sealand hostage. Holy shit. Held him hostage what? for months <laughs> to the point where, like, this dude was like a German citizen and a like and a Dutch citizen or something and a Belgian citizen or something mm, like that. Yeah. Multiple governments actually sent like actually sent ambassadors to try to get this guy freed. <laughs> thus furthering the claims of the owners of Sealand <laughs> that they had been recognized by other international governments. Right. Finally like like they they demanded that he pay 
uh, a fine to like the Sealand Judicial Service of like forty thousand dollars, and he's like, "No, I have mercenary hiring money, but not forty thousand dollars for you." <laughs> so he stayed there for like months as a captive. Eventually, like they like like someone negotiated his release, or maybe he paid them, or I I don't know how <laughs> how it happened. I'm not good at telling the story because I don't know most of it. Uh-huh. Um, but they released him. They furthers the claim like that uh, that um. That this is actually a sovereign nation. This dude, and now a dude that he sold the heir to the title to, claimed to be the sovereign government of Sealand in exile. <laughs> wow. And this continues to this day. Sealand is fun. It is fun. So are people... Uh, so no one has, like, given up sovereignty to Sealand. They are... Are there, like... Legal actions being taken to try to uh, free Sealand from unlawful uh, British occupation or whatever. Yeah, they call it. It's called the Sea Troubles. <laughs> um, no, like so. Now it's technically in like British coastal waters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if anybody knows if it's England uh-huh. or something else because it's not. There's not English coastal waters. There's British coastal waters. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So is it Brexiting? Oh, there that's a great question. <laughs> um uh a fun like side story to this and how I like sort of came to knowing about it at all yeah. is the Pirate Bay tried to buy it mm-hmm. <laughs> as a like claiming it's a sovereign nation and they can create their own laws there and thus pirate whatever they want there. Yeah. Right. Like kind of returning it to its original pirate radio intent sure but you know with like underwater internet cables or whatever yeah um uh they did not succeed in buying it Mm -hmm. i guess um because they wanted like a billion dollars for it yeah that's a lot for a tiny thing for a thing for a thing whose whole thing is everything is free (laughs) right yeah um so yeah sealand persists to this day Hmm. as a claimed sovereign microstate. <laughs> I love the idea of the of Brexit inadvertently giving them like full sovereignty because the Sealand arguments like negotiate EU membership. Yeah, right? <laughs> Just like negotiate like I wonder if they tried to send uh, a delegate to the like to the like Brexit negotiation convention. <laughs> Be like, "Yeah, Sealand's in the house." How many delegates are available like what is this like a three-person family still well i think it's just one dude now oh, so wow. like if he goes somewhere <laughs> sealand's just up for grabs undefended wow he wow. needs like a royal marriage or something or he needs those uh he needs like a home alone sit- setup where he's got a bunch of like uh cardboard cutouts on strings <laughs> that move around <laughs> while he's gone uh yeah, like Sealand's just like it's just like a old anti-aircraft platform with no anti-aircraft guns on it sure. anymore, and one giant speaker just like blaring, "Keep the change, you filthy animal!" They're <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, somebody's there." Well, some old timey gangsters living there, <laughs> and he's huge. <laughs> I love it. I love that this exists. Uh, hail Sealand! <laughs> Sealand for all time. It is. So you're officially recognizing Sealand as a yes. sovereign nation. Yes, I am. So there's like a 
there has been, or probably there still is, like a bunch of like weird little claims they're sovereign microstates like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of just want them to set up their own United Nations. <laughs> <laughs> a rival United Nations. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, just like the, like, just like the unrecognized microstates of the world. Yep. Uh-huh. And then, like, the only, like, the only permanent member of like their security council will just be Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. At last, a United Nations that Palestine can be in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have like a like a non voting delegate to the UN, I think. Right. There's some it's it's all politics and uh-huh. this stuff. Uh huh. Well I guess yeah, by definition, yeah. Yeah. It's it was the joke. <laughs> it's the joke I was making. I was making a joke. What un- unofficial microstates do you, you guys know about? I suppose if there was, like, if if Sealand and others created this, like, anti-UN or bizarro UN. Ooh, bizarro no, I think UN. It, I, like, I think that the goal is to get them all into the UN, okay. right? Like, Pre- I don't think they're, like... I don't think that they're like. You don't think that they're the Satanists of UN? Yeah, no, they're not. It's not like a Levian UN. Okay. <laughs> it's like the farm farm team. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> and like and like you know, it's like like fine, we'll do it for ourselves now, but yeah. eventually we would like to be doing it with the rest of the world, right? Uh-huh. You know, like you know, like there's like got to be like some island in like like in like. Micronesia or whatever that like kind of thinks it's separate too, like Vanuatu, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, like maybe maybe they could be in this too and be like, no, seriously, we're separate though. Yeah, or maybe like uh, Freedom Town or whatever could finally get itself going. Freedom and, Town. I don't know, like some. <laughs> oh, are you talking about that crazy thing, like the crazy compound in Idaho? Yeah, or wherever it is. Yeah, where it's like this will be a libertarian paradise like the, or whatever. The, this billionaire is like, like bought a ton of land in Idaho and wants to set it up as like a walled city. That, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. What I'm saying is I feel like they would be right at home with Sea Land. Yeah, and like sure. the, the Independent Republic of Cascadia. Mm-hmm. Are there people that think that that should be a thing? What is, or is it? I mean, it, like it's like Oregon, Washington, a little bit of Northern California, and part of like Southern British Columbia or something like that. And they like... Oh, they want to be their own deal? I I can't... I, I don't know enough to, <laughs> to answer that. But like there's some people that are like, yeah, this is... This is Cascadia. We should be unique or separate in some way, mm. but I'm not sure if they actually want to be like their own country. Sure, right. I've de- uh, yeah. I feel like I've those kinds of like uh, uh, proposed chopping up of the United States. I generally hear more in like a uh, I want to write a book. Here's a topic that I could write it yeah. about <laughs> sense yeah. than anything else. Yeah, and like maybe like Catalonia can be uh oh. can be part of Bizarro UN. Yeah. Sure. Would it be micro UN? Yeah, maybe. And uh and what's the other one? Like the other region of France, the Basque region. <clears throat> um up north. Yeah. Or not yeah. France, Spain. Sorry, I said France. I meant Spain. Um the one that's on the like the north coast mm-hmm. that also right. wants to be a separate thing. 
but I can't remember like I can't remember what what it's called. Yeah. Oh nope. See, I know like you just gotta name your country what it is. Right. <laughs> like Sea Land. Then people will and remember. And then I'll it. remember it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think there was some Mountain Basquia. Yeah, that's right. Um I think there was some dude that tried to buy like some old missile silos and like set up like a colony in them. Okay. That he declared to be sovereign to, like in like the nineties. Sure. Yeah. It's fun to be sovereign of a place that sucks shit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's entirely dependent <laughs> on the surrounding nation's resources to survive. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, like, that's some extreme lesotho or whatever that, however oh, that's yeah. pronounced. Uh-huh. That hole in South Africa, mm-hmm. right? Type of shit, right there. Like, mm-hmm. it, is that the only country that's completely surrounded by a single other country? Well, isn't there another the... hole in South Africa Ooh. that's uh, used to be Swaziland and just renamed itself, but I can't remember what to? Botswana? No. Um, the Vatican, I guess. Sure. Sure. But they got, like, a deal. Yeah, they got, they like, like a, cut a deal. They got a sweetheart it. deal. <laughs> they cut a deal with Italy. Ugh. Like, oh, look at all this wealth we have. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Now give us your wheat. And Give candles and candles. <laughs> Give us your wheat and candles. <clears throat> That's how the church got so rich. They didn't have to buy candles. Oh, their candle expenses were <laughs> them shits is expensive. Sure, sure. Huh. I mean, they did demand candles and like food as like payment back mm-hmm, in the day, mm-hmm. so that you could. It was like a better business bureau type right. like, seal of Christendom or whatever. If you don't give right. us candles, we'll just uproot and take God somewhere else. What do you think about that? <laughs> well, they were kind of supposed to defend you in Christendom mm-hmm. with like, but like, you know, kind of just, kind of just hung Spain out to dry for a while there. <laughs> or maybe they lost. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know how the Moorish occupation started. Mike? Look, uh, yeah, this seems like a Mike topic. <laughs> Sorry, I was only half paying attention because I was trying to remember what the name of the like Weird order of knights that's a semi sovereign uh, entity, even though it does. The Knights Templar? No. No. They were uh, destroyed and burned. Uh, the Knights Templar were? <coughs> or the other one? Yeah. Oh. Okay. But, like, there's an is existing. Is that true, though? Yes. Oh, are, are you order sure? Of... Is it Order of Malta? Oh, yeah. The Order of Malta. Yeah, yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. What's Malta? Is Malta a country? Uh, well, I mean, what's Mal- this episode going to be called? <laughs> is this thing a country? <laughs> is Malta the like weird island that at one point Napoleon was like, "Hey, you guys want to be part of my thing?" Uh, yes. Okay. And Great. like, it used to belong to like uh, a different order of knights than the Knights Templar uh-huh. that just continued to exist until I guess they became like a sovereign order, but they also gave up the island of Malta is at this some what point. Those albinos were in that stupid movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Like the like the god ninja, the albino god ninjas. Were those yeah. knights of something? Uh, I think they were supposed to be knights templar. Sure. I don't Malta know. is a Malta is a sovereign nation. Great. Way to go. Weird. Way to go, Malta. But the Order of Malta is a separate thing. Got it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's like a like a not like it's not a country, mm-hmm. right? But it has weird rights that. Uh, Really? That's my understanding. Like, does it still? I don't know. Maybe not. But I think uh, 
I don't know. I think they have weird, like, borderland uh, extra... <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long time since I watched whatever dumb YouTube video taught uh-huh. me about this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Huh. We're almost learning so much this episode. <laughs> yeah, this 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 conversation uh, direction went on much longer than I this expected. This entire episode to. is basically like, "Hey, are you intrigued by this? Maybe go read about it. We can't actually tell you." Have you ever wanted a source of information that is worse as a starting point than Wikipedia? <laughs> Come to How Bad Cast. How Badpedia. <laughs> I mean, most of the things that. Most of the things that we say when it sounds like we know what we're talking about, we're pretty much just reading from Wikipedia while we do it anyway. Right, sure. Like I'm doing about the Order of Malta right now. <laughs> I'm like 2,000 words into their Wikipedia article, and I still don't know. They have permanent observer status at the United Nations. Ooh. They don't have land anywhere, I guess. Ooh. Right. But they have a prince. What? And they do have their own passports. What? Oh, I'm getting one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hard to join. Is it like just, a lineage deal at this point? Why don't we just say, like, let me in? I Ooh, mean, they have. I definitely encourage you to ask them in. Ask them if you can get in it. Yeah. So it's like vampire rules. Uh, they have to invite you in. <laughs> yeah, but they. I think like their whole deal is that they cross running water like all uh, the time. Sure, right? sure, 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 sure. Because, you know, Malta's like an island. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a... Uh, it was created in the 50s during the big water skiing craze. Uh-huh. And that's pretty much their whole deal. Just water skiing. Yeah, they just water ski the Mediterranean. Great. That's why they don't need land. They're constantly in motion. Oh, wow. On they're skis. like Dennis Hopper in Waterworld. Yeah, they're ski nights. Oh. Ski... Uh, what? What? Ski nights? He yeah. said it. Well, so Dennis Hopper was a ski pirate? I mean, he was a jet ski pirate. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And like... And he also had like, an oil tanker. I, hold on. Yeah. It was Waterworld, though. Yeah. So he wasn't really... A, he was just a thief. He was just like a... He wasn't... He's not a pirate at that point. If there's no land, he's to just leave kind of a to pirate. <laughs> he's just a dick. Yeah. He's yeah. just he's just a guy that steals stuff. Or like a warlord, maybe? Yeah. He's like that water guy uh, from Mad yeah. Max. Sure. Except with oil. Water guy... Oh, uh... The guy with all the gas in the water. And yeah. Like the weird apparatus. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. Sawhawk will text us in a couple days when he hears this. Yeah. Tell us what that guy's name was. Damn it. Right ear. What? Be good. What's Wait, wrong? It, be good for a second. Damn it. Mike's I was having ha- I was, technical I was, difficulties you, you with his headphones. It. I had it. Now I've lost it. What? We're having technical difficulties. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Boom, 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 yeah, just only hear out of my left ear. Yeah. That's fine. Who cares? I care. Just enjoy the... the How will the, you know that you still have hearing in both ears? Ooh, That's a terrifying. great question. Yeah. I guess I could just keep uh, poking the jack so that I get the staticky sound every once in a while. Yeah, just to remind yourself uh-huh. of what it's like to live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I guess you'd probably live just fine if you didn't hear out of your right ear. Probably. Yeah. I mean, you'd adapt, like, pretty quickly, I imagine. Yeah. I mean... I, there, certain things would be harder. I'm not diminishing the... I'm not diminishing the challenge that you hypothetically face here. My wife doesn't listen to the show anymore. You don't have to do this. <laughs> oh, God, I totally forgot about that. I, oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, oh. she does fine. Yeah. It's the left ear, but she does fine. Oh. Do you think, it's, do you think she does okay because it's the left ear? Yeah, she doesn't have to hear sinister speech. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. Mm. I mean, 
the left is the evil side, right? Yeah. Wait, does she, you only hear evil on your left side? Yeah. yeah. Does she? Does she think that all Satanists are mute? Whoa. Because <laughs> you know she couldn't hear them. And, right. Right. I was playing out the. I was playing out the premise, and I think we all like understood kinda... what was going on. But, but yeah, you're but also just... at the same time that you're taking like a very like moralistic stance on Satanism. I know, like yeah, it just it trickled out. But thankfully, you brought it back into being something interesting that we can talk about. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it. I think Satanists, by traditional moral standards, mm-hmm. are considered bad. Great! Wow! Yeah. Even though most of them are probably just like nerds. Yeah. Right. Yeah, mostly. Nerds can be bad. Well, I know, but like most of them probably aren't even that bad. They're just kind of like, yeah, I just like hate my parents and want to bone. Yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> right. Ugh. I think most I, of the modern. I don't, like, I don't like both of those thoughts in one. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I think most of the practice of modern Satanism involves playing Fortnite. Yeah, I assume. <laughs> I assume that's true. Oh, uh, you're playing right into '90s conservatives' hands with that <laughs> statement. That's true. <laughs> Come at me, Satanists and Jerry Falwell. <laughs> if I've upset you both, I've probably done it right. Your, is your teen not paying attention in school and also befriending Satanists online? <laughs> During Fortnite? Great. Is your teen spending two weeks in a row online? While jeweling? Because <laughs> Fortnite means two weeks. Yeah, I got it. And I assume that old people wouldn't. Have either of you ever played Fortnite? Nope. No. Yeah, that's three of us. I, uh, Let's talk about it, though. <laughs> I've, I've, I don't know. I'm not a, um, I'm not a first person guy. I'm so bad at. Or the... I guess Fortnite looks like it's probably third person. But I'm not a. I'm just not a like. I don't like PvP. I don't. Yeah, I'm terrible at it for one. Yeah, like uh, I, I kind of find them fun sometimes, but I'm so bad. At it. I'm so bad at them. Yeah. yeah. Even though I'm bad at them, I kind of find them fun, which I guess makes means I get the appeal. Right. Sure. My issue was always, like, I only ever... I mean, this has been happening since, like, the 90s when it was, like, Wolfenstein or whatever. Uh-huh. My issue was always, like, I didn't play them enough to get any good at them. So when I did play it, I was playing with people who are playing it all the time. Yeah. Which means it was not fun at all. Right. Because I was so terrible at it compared to everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I don't get, like, the... Uh... I, so that's that was my, always my deal with them. Like like I said, I get the appeal, mm-hmm. but like it's always just kind of the same thing over and over and over. So I don't get how these how these people are playing this like twelve hours a day, right? Every day, right? Like do something do something else for a hot minute. Like World of Goo exists, guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, all right, <laughs> all right. It's been a long Some time since I've visited World stances. of Goo. On yeah, today's I mean, episode. Like, World of Goo does exist, guy. Yeah. Hey. Take that, Satanist. And possibly Jerry Falwell. Sure. Play World of Goo again. Hook up your Wii. Yeah. It's probably on mobile now. I think it's... Yeah, uh, it's got to be, like, everywhere. It's at least on regular computer towns. Computer towns? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's... You remember, that, you remember that failed show from 1989 about how... A small town in Nebraska got sucked into the computer. Whoa. Oh, I'm actually describing Freakazoid. <laughs> oh, right. Um, yeah. That was that was a fun cartoon. <laughs> sure. Runs around in underwear. Freakazoid. Right. Yes. Does it count as underwear if you like you've sewn a patch to it? I, 
Dog, I'm just quoting the lyrics. <laughs> I'm just quoting the lyrics to the theme song. You take it up with uh, Animaniacs or whatever. Spielberg. Animaniacs. The fictional characters that wrote the fictional show Freakazoid, apparently, in my brain. Well, they, I mean, they control all of Warner Brothers Studios in a sense. Yeah, do, we, we don't do that anymore where we, like, seat cartoons inside other cartoons. Like, like the Legend of Zelda cartoon was, like, just, like, inside the Super Mario Brothers Super Show for some reason. Well, we don't seat them inside each other anymore because you want them to be bite-sized. You don't need to package them anymore. Right. Release them separately. Oh, so your your thing is like we haven't abandoned it. We've evolved beyond the need for it. Yeah. Yes, digivolved. Yes, we've digivolved. Uh, uh, Garuruma. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I said the name of a Digimon that I remembered. Nice. Do you remember which one that was? I think he's a wolf. Okay. Great. And he turns into Ikakuman. Great. Damn. I'm good at this. Yeah, <laughs> assuming all of those things were true, you're good at this. Yeah. I mean, I'm at least good at sounding like I'm good at this. Uh-huh. Certainly. I mean, we certainly we've known that for a long time. That I'm good at sounding like I'm good at knowing about Digimon or just things in general. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think those things are true. Mm-hmm. I freely admit that they may not be. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we might get some angry letters. Mm-hmm. Like cuz I assume that the creators of Digimon just sit around and listen to podcasts, and eventually they'll get to this. Yes. Right. Dear sirs, Garuruman is, in fact, not a wolf at all, but a... I don't know. Well, like, none of them were actual wolves. Right. Because it was a cartoon, Dan. <sighs> yeah, Dan, they're Digimon. They're monsters. Digital, Digital monsters. monsters. Yeah. They're the champions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this went from what we don't know about microstates yep. to... <laughs> the lyrics from cartoon songs. Yeah, wow. We contain multitudes on this show. We do contain multitudes. Uh, uh, so what's everyone been up to in the last uh, month or so? Oh, wow. Has it been that long since we've done a show? Oh, for sure. I can't remember things. I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> yeah, hey. It's just too much, man. What do you think Cobra's up to? Cobra, the... The group? Like, yeah, the International Terrorist Organization. <laughs> I guess probably plotting or like yeah, but like we haven't heard from them in a while. Maybe are they just like? Is it just like like you know like Al Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula? They kind of just like disbanded and turned into ISIS. Probably. I mean, what did what was Cobra trying to accomplish? Uh, they're an international terrorist organization, hell bent on uh, controlling the world. I believe. Hmm. They're going to use terrorism to control the world. I think they just wanted to claim... Like, honestly, Cobra was ISIS before ISIS was a thing. <laughs> I'm not sure that ISIS knows exactly what it is. Uh, Come at me, ISIS, and maybe Jerry Falwell. Huh. Um, I'm not sure they exactly know what they want, but, like, they are just, like... Like, they are, like, terrorists the way that we thought of terrorists before that was a, like, politicized term in right. a lot of ways. So you think, like... So Cobra wants to create a worldwide cobra commanded state yeah like mm-hmm. a cobra state i guess <laughs> yeah I, I guess i guess i was hoping i would think of a different <laughs> word why do evil people want to do that want i what? don't know want to do what uh control the world like what oh uh... like i'm wondering if we could find like uh the precise like policy issues that they 
that they so like ISIS like, like they you kind disagree of, with yeah 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 ISIS is kind of like articulated a like a I guess vision. I was going for the more like cartoon like yeah. ridiculous side of things but that's what I'm saying but like when you take totally misunderstanding a religion out of it uh, right um it doesn't kind of like it doesn't. I guess there's, that's the Austin Powers joke, right? Like, either give me the moon or, like, a million dollars. Yeah. Right. That's the joke they're making in one of the Austin Powerses. Yeah. Um, Because they don't really know what they want. Yeah. Like, Hank Scorpio, for example, wanted right. money. He's like, I have the doomsday device. I'll destroy this city. Give me money. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know where he was going to spend that money. I would assume on uh, more benefits for his employees. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a pretty good employee. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like, I mean, like, it once you've destroyed a city uh-huh. for like billions of dollars or even trillions of dollars, I'm not sure. Right. Um, like, like I can't remember the amount of money he asked for. Um, like, but like once you've done that, like, you can't just go to the store and spend that money. Mm. Like, right. Where. Where on earth is there a store that you can go to? I guess that weird island with the man from the golden gun. Sealand. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's what Sea. That's that's where uh, that's where Sealand's power can come from. It can become like the the money laundering capital of the world. I mean, they would need a banking system for that. That's true. And it's just a platform, David. right? Like a literal platform, right? What does Sealand do for like power and stuff? They just like I imagine that like. There's power running to it, and they just pay an electric bill. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or maybe, like, a generator, and they, but like... But they, like, write a frowny face on their bill every time they pay. <laughs> well, but, I mean, like, even the federal government, like, the U- U.S. federal government pays, like... Right. You know, XL Energy to run the federal building here. Right. right. Like, it's not like... It's not like... I work for the government, and therefore, every building I am in is completely self-sufficient. <laughs> right. The... This isn't this isn't the prepper states of America. Yeah, but you would think that like several of them are, but yes. not this one. That like when, like your uh, when your entire nation is on a single electric bill, I don't know that that seems to present a security flaw. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's there are some national security issues here. <laughs> uh, they are not they are not self sufficient enough to. I mean, honestly. What even is sovereignty? Let's dig into this. <laughs> oh, boy. No, but I mean, like, if you're entirely dependent on paying another nation for everything. I guess maybe you could, like, make fish candles or something. Ooh. <laughs> I wonder if whaling is legal there. Ooh. Oh. Oh, they don't have any children to send inside the heads <laughs> to get the whale stuff out. Right. Right. Oil. Or the capacity to build ships. I mean, yeah, but, like, a lot of nations don't have the capacity to build ships. They buy them from other nations. Sure. You know, that's fine. (laughs) Like, you don't need to be able to build your own ships to be sovereign. But don't you need to, like, produce something to, like, buy things? Yeah, so that's a a question, right? Is it all just, like, external wealth? (sighs) Yeah. Or are they, like, constantly, uh, are they entirely funded by debt? Are you like just like falling asleep over there, Dan? A little bit, yeah. What are we boring you? I don't know. I was really excited about t- talking about like what policies Cobra <laughs> Commander had issues. So with. okay, so let's get back to that because that's interesting to- too. Because like it, it ties into the same question here of what is sovereignty? 
How would e- how would Cobra even know if they succeeded? Do we know where Cobra was based? Like, Ooh. do they have a country or something? Yeah, they have that, like, terror drome or whatever. <laughs> where is that? I think in a jungle hidden somewhere. And then there was that underground world that the snake people... Like, th- this evolved a little bit. throughout. Like, there were snake people that lived in an underground world that had, like, spores that they could launch up into the air of the above-ground world to turn everybody into snake people. Right. And G.I. Joe had to stop them. I, I think possibly that. in G.I. Joe the movie. Oh. Maybe I felt Because like... it turns out that's what had happened to Cobra Commander in the first place, and Roadblock went blind and had to carry him as he was reverting to snake form, and he said, I was once a man like you. <laughs> yeah, we've made that reference like a thousand times. Yeah. Um, but, like... But, like, I think they were just, like, it feels to me like they were just in a jungle somewhere. Hmm. Possibly, like, maybe Brazil. There's a lot of parts of Brazil that the government doesn't really pay attention to. Sure. Sure. Like, they were just in a jungle somewhere. They had the terror drone or whatever, which was, like, a round thing that spun around and had guns all over it. Huh. I guess I only remember uh, Krang's weird drone, which uh, also sort of... Uh, falls into that description. Yeah, it kind of does. But he's an alien. Right. So he's based in another dimension. Yeah. He's an alien from another dimension. Yeah, right. Which, those things don't need to be coincident, but they acted like they did for <laughs> some reason. Um, But let's focus on one thing at a time. So, like... Wait, what did Krang want? Uh, he was just taking over planets. Yeah, Krang... Okay. I, th- I feel like Krang had already taken over multiple dimensions, and now uh, he was focused on ours. Yeah, he's like Galactus, but like for mining. How the hell did he take over other planets? We're the smartest dimension, Dan. I see. Yeah. Okay. We don't we don't leave our ninja ing just to humans. Right. Or is it just that he would always... Uh, is it that he would always, like, uh, source his personnel to locals? So, yeah, like, maybe on so. other conquests, he would have, like, different, more competent armies. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Though the Shredder was pretty badass. They just, like, they had, a, they had a recruitment problem. Yeah, clearly. Or a robot manufacturer problem. Depending on... The cannon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. So, anyways, Cobra had no recruitment problem somehow. Somehow, yeah. like, I mean, no one died in the G.I. Joe universe until G.I. Joe redemption or whatever there was the some dude some like gi joe super fan at some point in time or maybe he was like someone that like wrote the comics or something like that mm-hmm. i think it's called gi joe redemption um was like you know what there needs to be gi joe where they die and fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just made an animated movie where they die and fuck yeah uh. and then like the second like live action gi joe movie spoiler alert they literally kill every gi joe four minutes in oh so it's uh like X-Men 3 where like they kill off Cyclops immediately yeah, and then but, they ruin everything. But they worked that out. Did they? Oh, I mean, in the sense that like they rebooted the whole thing? Yeah. 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 So what is the second G.I. Joe movie about if all the G.I. Joes are gone? Like new G.I. Joes? Yeah, like uh, someone that like uh, Magic Mike's left I guess. All right. Or some, someone is. <laughs> I can't remember. Great. Uh, think about it this way. Think about this from my perspective. Was it a nuclear explosion or something? I think something like that, yeah. Oh. Think about this from my perspective. Okay. I made the choice to watch the second live-action G.I. <laughs> Joe movie. Yep. I was definitely drunk. Yep. <laughs> Fair point. Um. Now I'm going to watch that again. Damn it. This is your fault, Dan. Jeez. 
But back to my original question about what sovereignty really is. <laughs> All right. How does Cobra know if it's won? Do they need, like, is it, like, kind of like an election where, like, where, like, you you technically haven't won an election until, like, generally like a week or two after the election day is over because mm-hmm. sure. like of all of the canvassing and certifying the results and then they'll issue an election certificate and then you've won mm-hmm. but like really like you get like a like you get like a concession call from your opponent on like election election night and then you're like yeah i won right does cobra need like does cobra need like donald trump to call them and be like yeah america's not a thing anymore now it's cobra well, I mean, yes, I mean that's like surrendering to an occupying force. Yeah, right? like I concede America. Yeah, yeah. And what does that even look like? Do they just like keep the? I think it just looks like fewer laser blasts going in Cobra's direction. Right. Yeah, like like the fewer laser blasts that are being aimed at you, the more in power you are. I'm thinking like a, I think like a hands Handmaid's Tale like Gilead sort of thing here too, like. Do they kind of, kind of, or like maybe like man in the high castle type of thing even? Like, do you kind of keep the system of government that you had there, but you just install your own people? And like do put you, like, snakes everywhere? Yeah. Like put, put up snake symbolism yeah, everywhere? Yeah, put up snakes everywhere. Um, is do it you like, think that Cobra's entire thing is actually just aesthetic? Yeah, like, like why don't people look at snakes more often? Like, it kind of seems like uh, Cobra is a pretty diverse uh, organization right. that has a lot of like, just like, you know, you do... You just do you. You do the thing that you feel is right, as long as you have some snake symbolism <laughs> on you. If you like snakes, you're in. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I can see the ad campaign now. <laughs> what does Cobra mean to you? My Cobra? My Cobra's about playing playing hoops with my bros while I wear a snake armband. Mm-hmm. Um, Join Cobra. It's mostly about playing hoops with your bros. <laughs> Um, huh. Now, I will concede that for, like, other, like, for G.I. Joe super fans out there, um, there was, like, a two, three, or four-part, like, G.I. Joe episode TV movie thing about this in which someone got bit by a, like, tropical bug, went to a different dimension where, like, Cobra had won or oh. was winning. But I don't entirely remember what happened and what it looked like. And, and then they were cured of malaria. Yeah, it was. I think it was like a malaria <laughs> thing. And um, I think that it was like still contested enough that like you know, no reasonable observer would say Cobra has won. This is what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Sure. So like, so like, but so maybe there's some episodes out there that can answer episodes of the original TV run that can answer this question. Maybe I'm not sure. <laughs> I will concede that. But like, like, what? Like you know, like Rome. You the we'll get back into Mike territory. Uh, all right. Like you know, Rome would just be like Rome owns you now. Keep doing what you're doing. Right. At a certain point. Yes. Like was that was that for all of the Roman Empire? Uh, I mean, pretty much. They had some. Uh, they would usually like put a dude of their own in charge. If uh, yeah, like a, like a governor general type of thing. A regent, if you will. Yeah. yeah. I mean... A snake man. You know, back then, you don't have really much ability to do much aside from, hey, give us this amount of taxes. <laughs> so basically, they just roll in with their, like, like super well put together army. Yeah. And then it was like, you're Rome now. Give us taxes. 
Uh, kind of. But they built roads and shit, right? Yeah. And Depending they, on whether they needed them or not. <laughs> and, like, you know, they they nominally protected their territories. Sure. So, was it really all that bad to be conquered by Rome? Are we, are we in Life of Brian right now? <laughs> I, kinda, yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, but uh, this, this is a legitimate question. Oh, yeah. I mean... If someone else has the ability to levy taxes on you, you're not technically sovereign. But you were pretty close in most instances there, right? Uh, This is getting down into some nitty-gritty that I'm not really prepared to get into. In the sense, prepared in the sense of adequate knowledge to even address the question. I thought that this is a thing you knew about. I said, this is a thing Mike knows about. (laughs) Why didn't that make it a thing you knew about? Well, I feel like it... I feel like the character of Roman, uh, uh, the character of being part of the Roman Empire changed a lot over the course of the, you know. That's true. That's a good point. It's unfair for me to to <laughs> ask you to know everything about, like, what, like 800 years or whatever. Right. Kind of depended on who you asked. <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, the closer you were to Rome or whatever the capital was at the time. Uh, the more Romany you were going to be. Yeah. Hey, guys, is Rome still a thing? It is, but we call it Constantinople now. <laughs> um, I guess so, like, what is is Cobra Commander's goal? We have a theme. <laughs> is uh, the, apparently. Is the Cobra Commander's goal to get other nations to recognize him in his territory? Is that what, is that is what he's doing? Or is it to gain more territory? Or is it to just have enough resources to upgrade his uniform? Like, he started out with that crappy hood. Yeah, he did go... I think he kind of switched back and forth. I feel oh, like, really? I feel like the helmet was like I a always, wartime thing. I always just assumed that it switched back and forth all the time because they didn't give a shit what order they played the episodes That's in. also possible. I'm not sure. I just kind of assumed that the hood was his dress blues. <laughs> and, like, the helmet was like a war thing. Sure. Oh, that's possible. Yeah, well, did they ever... I mean, were they ever... Did it ever seem like they were actually trying to conquer anything? Or were they just, like, doing shit? And G.I. Joe was like, hey, stop it. Like, what were they ever doing? I never watched this show. I, uh, I watched it, but were they long just enough like, ago that I barely remember Were they remember just like, anything. oh, no, Cobra's uh, exploiting the resources of this, like, local <laughs> area for reasons that are unclear. That's not nice. Yeah, they were, like, on the attack. Okay. but then I don't know what that means either. They, like, were they coming in, it's like, you're part of... Cobra now, give us your snakes and laser guns. I think so, yeah. Okay. Like, I think they were like, they, it wasn't like, because I mean, there's multiple ways of waging a war too, right? Yeah. Like, they're not like necessarily an insurgency, so to speak. Yeah, were they, <laughs> was Cobra at war with like the United States of America or were they more at war with like the organization known as G.I. Joe? <laughs> um, well, so then there's G.I. Joe Renegades, oh boy. which is a more recent series that that's kind of the premise uh-huh. of like G.I. Joe this is your fault for always just like showing up and fighting Cobra mm-hmm. um like they're not really a thing like you are also like you can't just be like you can't just be like a rival terrorist organization <laughs> you're not the government G.I. Joe uh-huh. um I don't know how that one played out I think it was on Netflix for a little while sure. and like I watched like the first one and yeah. then like Maybe either got bored or forgot about it, which sure. probably means I was bored and didn't, and just didn't say, "Hey, I'm bored." Right? Because yeah. who would I even be saying it to? <laughs> right? Like, 
Lady Jane doesn't care. <laughs> Colonel Clink? No, that's a different one. Oh. He was a Nazi. <laughs> like, the fictional character was a Nazi. Right, right. Werner Klemperer was, you know, not. Right. Uh, he was Jewish. Yes, I... Very okay. cool. He also uh, was with the same woman for a very long time, but they never got married. Oh, really? By choice. There was... Interesting. <laughs> Why do you know this? I don't know. I saw some... Tell me more I about... I saw something about Werner Klemper once, like a decade <laughs> ago, and that fact was like uh, prominent in there. Stuck in there. Uh-huh. What else do you know about Werner Klemper? Mm, I'm now interested in Werner Klemper. I think the only other thing I know about him is that he, you know, just had the... Uh, condition on playing Colonel Clink that the Nazis can never win like a single uh, thing that they like in Hogan's Heroes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, like, I feel like he didn't need to make that condition. Like, the writer's room would have either figured that out or the show would have gotten canceled immediately. Right. Like, even one small victory for them, and they're like, okay, wait, are we glorifying Nazis now? Because mm-hmm. remember when America used to think that was a bad thing? <laughs> Apparently it's a thing we're just cool with now. Yeah, next thing you know, people are going to be trying to join Cobra or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, where they, like... No one ever looks at the white kids that join Cobra and says, where did you get radicalized? Mm-hmm. That was a really good joke. It took a while for it to hit, but Dan was way into it at the end. Yeah, I was. Now, I just was picturing, like, I don't know. Like, I always I always like the idea of, like, uh, any member of Cobra always being in some absurd costume. So I just, like, pictured, like, someone in, like, an insane, yeah, like, mirror ball helmet, like, on a college campus. You know? <laughs> you're, just, you're describing Dead Mouse at this point in time. <laughs> <laughs> wow so that's what we've been up to for a month thinking about trying to stop all of America's young misguided DJs from joining Cobra that's right <laughs> hey kids if you join Cobra you can have all the jewels you want <laughs> join me also you can play f- it's like that scene in the original Ninja Turtles movie where it's just a warehouse of arcade games and cigarettes and right. game yeah and, and you get regular menthol yeah except in this case it's Cobra and they are on a college campus and they're just like here's some vape pens and Fortnite money and Sam Rockwell's not there for some yeah, reason that's too bad well he's too old to uh, connect with the nation's youth nowadays that's true it's true yeah but you can still cut a rug. Yeah, you have to use someone cool like Steve Harvey or someone. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. I like Steve Harvey. Okay. He's fun. <laughs> Steve Harvey knows what he is. Yeah. And he ain't ashamed of it. Yeah. I mean, he might be a little ashamed of it. No, that dude's living his best life. <laughs> uh, anyone have any uh, cool things happening no. uh, that... No. aren't over because they were the reason that uh, we didn't record in the first place? Nope. I'm kind of unemployed right now. Oh, oh that's fun. fun. I might try and track down the G.I. Joe cartoons and watch those. Sure. <laughs> it feels like my knowledge has some holes. Yeah, it seems like a worthy quest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure all of our listeners would uh, appreciate you going back, doing a real deep dive, and then coming back with a dissertation. Mm-hmm. 
you on exactly it? what Cobra was trying to accomplish. It's, yeah. a re- it's a really interesting question, and now, like, I think if I were like a grad student in like <laughs> in like sociology or political science or yeah. something like that, I think it would make a fascinating like dissertation. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What did Cobra actually want? What can we learn about ISIS because of it? Yes. <laughs> wow. Are you listening? Grad students? Or possibly Al-Shabaab. Sure, whatever. So, uh, everybody look forward to Steven Montenegro creating that uh, dissertation. Uh, Maybe releasing it on Pirate Bay so that everyone can get their hands on it. Yeah, Creative Commons license. Nice. (laughs) I'm not going to make you have, like, an expensive-ass, like, JSTOR login for this. (laughs) This is vital. This is vital scholarship. It needs to be disseminated. Yeah. The IP laws of the United States are <laughs> atrocious. We'll start our own organization. That's what started Cobra. They were concerned about IP. <laughs> they wanted to be able to like, use the Mickey Mouse image freely. Yeah, wars have been fought for less. Like they tried, they drew out like a cool snake logo and then found out that some <laughs> energy drink already had a right to it. <laughs> Yeah, that's of course my you can theory. always see me at the Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Mic every Thursday at 10 o'clock, sign up at 9.30, except for this coming Thursday because it's Thanksgiving and I don't fuck with that shit. A sneeze and desist from Snake Blast Energy Sauce. <laughs> Say sneeze and desist? Yes. He's got a speech impediment, Mike. <laughs> you don't need to mock it. You'll have your blast off. So there's no blasting or you're just not doing it? There's no blasting okay. on this Thursday. I'm going to yell jokes out front. Wow. Closed. Are they open? I don't Even? think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I'm standing out front. Got it. Also, yeah. because if I just went in there and started yelling jokes at their patrons and it wasn't Thursday night, they would kick me out. Yes. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I like that place. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, uh, Dan is thoroughly spent. So let's uh, wrap this one up. Yeah. Uh, why are you so snoozy? I don't know. I'm. Like just, uh, you're still I, building stairs in your backyard. No, I was just. I mean, I was up for forty hours a couple of days ago, and I think I'm still sort of like. <laughs> you've had like three nights sleep since then. Yeah, but some of them were really shitty sleeps. Well, that's your fault. I know. <laughs> I bring the pain. Okay, give me some tea. I, I mean, I could have uh, made you tea. You didn't ask. I know. <laughs> I just realized that half of them, like, ooh, I should have gotten tea instead of just this dumb old water. Well, it's tea time. We'll see you next time on How Bad Cast. I'm going to eat finger sandwiches. Ooh.